0: A fresh perspective on the day's biggest stories. It's character and Smallman's Fresh Tea. Brought to you by Schnooks. Get the app that gets you. Download the Schnooks Rewards app today. The Mizzou basketball team came away with a victory over Paul Quinn University last night in Columbia. A 32-point victory, 91-59 Kobe Brown with the first 2020 performance in over 40 years for the Tigers. And joining us now on the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line is the head coach of the Missouri Tigers, Conzo Martin. Coach with Michelle Smallman, this is Randy Carricker. Good morning, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great. How are you guys doing?
0: Everything's terrific. Were you surprised when you learned that it had been more than 40 years since you'd had a 2020 guy at Mizzou?
1: I was because there have been so many great ones that played here, especially guys that rebound the ball, played around the rim, tough physical brand. But I was very happy for Kobe as well because he's put the time into it.
2: Coach, your victory last night comes on the heels of a loss to Wichita State, but your team is now nine and three in their last twelve games following a loss. And as a coach, you have to love your team's response following adversity.
1: One of the biggest things we we talk about really is taking responsibility of our actions, and then the accountability piece. What can we do to get better? And, and it's always hard, you know, after losses. And I think more than anything, I've I've always tried to be a guy that have compassion after losses and try to figure out what do we need to do, what do we need to commit to to be successful. And I think our guys have the ability to respond.
0: of one of the things that uh, I know college basketball coaches like to accomplish during this non-conference part of the schedule, and you have about a month left of that, is to get your rotation to eight or nine guys. How are you feeling right now about where that is for your team?
1: We're still working on it. You know, I, I think... Uh, uh, Amari Davis is a guy who can score the ball, but he's also a guy that can get the ball to the floor quickly. And he's he's the type of guy, when you put pressure on him, he does a tremendous job of attacking the rim and shooting the pull-up. Because I've, I've been very impressed with his pull-up game. So we kind of moved him over at the point a little bit, and we took uh, Jerron Coleman off of him. We are trying to play Anton Brookshot more at the point guard position. but so, so I like where we are, but I think the biggest key for us is just really trying to get Jordan Wilmore in rotation because he's a guy I think we need down the stretch, and then just the a matter of us continue to, to pour into him, make sure he believes that he's a guy that can really help our program.
2: Coach Shawan Gordon, it's good to see him playing the transfer from Kansas State. What does he bring to this Missouri Tigers team?
1: Well, he's a good all-around player. And the one thing I said to him, uh, because he's one of those guys, when you, when you watch him in the summertime, you watch him leading up into games, he's a guy that can do a lot of things. He's improved his three-point shot, I think he made three last night. He's also a guy that can attack the rim. He gets, in, gets steals, get in the pass lane, and he has the ability to be an elite defender. But with all that being said, I said I said to him, I said, man, nobody would know you that this type of talent because you don't showcase it all the time. And I think oftentimes he bogs himself down mentally for what he wants to be and how he wants to play. Or he has this kind of, you know, sometimes guys have their moves, preconceived in their mind, what I'll do before I get the ball. So what I just try to say to him, allow the game to come to you. And let it flow because he's a guy that has a lot of parts to his game and he has to have he has to slow down and allow himself to showcase all of it
2: do you think his experience in the big 12 has helped his transition at all
1: i think so i think so because he understands the level because when you, when you talk on this level, and again, everybody can play everywhere. There's talent everywhere. And you have teams with fifth and sixth year, some seven-year singers now because of the, the COVID situation. But everybody can play basketball. And and with grassroots basketball, everybody played against everybody. So you're not afraid of anybody. You're, you're not a freshman all of a guy when you come into college. So in his case, he understands the level and what it takes. And again, like I told him, I said, man, a junior in college, that's a lot of years and a lot of games under your belt. And we need to utilize that, to maximize it.
0: Conzo Martin with us on 101 ESPN. And, Coach, I want to get your read on how different the SEC is from when you were coaching at Tennessee to now. It seems to me, with a half dozen teams in the top 25, that as a conference, schools have made more of a commitment to basketball. How different is basketball in the SEC now as opposed to when you were coaching for the Vols?
1: Oh, it's high level. I mean, it's, it's high level. And I, and I thought it was. I thought it was good that I think that the key word you just said, the commitment – because we talked about as coaches, when we when we have our coaches' meetings, and we would always think that there, there was it wasn't the level of commitment to basketball. And I think Greg and his administrative team, with Dan Levers have done a tremendous job of making basketball very important. And um, you can see the results, though. So but you, you're talking about a league with, with high-level talent, high-level coaching, and probably in the last 10, 12 years, has produced the most pros. And that says a lot about a league.
2: Coach, we talked earlier about your team's ability to respond and their mental makeup. What other characteristics do you want this team to have when you look at their overall identity?
1: Well, the, the four things we all talk about is play hard, play tough, play smart, and play together. I think those are very important. And then there are certain things we say under those. But those are the four things. But I think outside of that is, is, is being grateful. Uh, and, and what I mean by grateful, because – there are a lot of people that want, and my mom used to use these sands all the time. There are a lot of people that would love to be in your shoes, whatever that is. Uh, there are some people that have less than. So appreciate everything you have and be grateful for because don't take for granted that you're on scholarship and you're an athlete and you have a lot of things that are offered to you. Appreciate those things and understand these things can be taken away from you through life, whatever situations, death, sickness, a lot of stuff takes place. So I think when you approach it with, with a grateful mindset and have compassion for people that are less than and unfortunate, I think you have a true appreciation for what this thing is all about at the end of the day. Because like I said to our guys, at 35, you'll probably stop bouncing the ball. Now you're trying to live the next 50 years. Have you put yourself in position to live the next 50 years?
0: Conzo, you have a game against Liberty on Thursday night, and then you have Eastern Illinois at home on December 7th. And then Mizzou Nation is excited about the KU game. We all grew up with the the Mizzou-Kansas rivalry, but your players didn't. And I, you don't want to get ahead of yourself, but will this be one of the bigger games for you at Mizzou simply because it's the first game that uh, you've played them at Lawrence since Mizzou left the, the Big 12?
1: I think that's safe to say. Very excited about it. And like you said, I can't get ahead of myself here. we got two before that. But, you know, those type of games are the energy around those games, even the players that played in those games 50, 60 years ago, they'll never forget those games because of the magnitude, the rivalry, uh, the scratching, the clawing, all that thing. The fan for everything that goes with it makes it a great atmosphere, and I'm looking forward to it.
2: Coach, after Kansas, you have Utah, and then you have another rivalry game right around the corner with Illinois here in St. Louis, and the bragging rights game is always one of the best events on the St. Louis sports calendar. From an environment standpoint, you've coached in a lot of different uh, arenas, a lot of different situations. Where does the bragging rights game rank for you?
1: Uh, I I would safely say, because I I hadn't played in the Kansas game yet, but I would safely say for me as a coach, it's probably the number one just because of the location, the energy behind it. and obviously I played in games like that as a college player, but but, but as far as a coach, I think that's probably the number one uh, venue setting that I've been a part of.
0: Well, we're looking forward to it. And, Coach, it's always good to talk to you, and great to have you on with us. A good win last night. Go get them against Liberty on Thursday, and hopefully we'll be able to talk as the conference season unfolds.
1: Thank you all for having me. Have a great day.